Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Strength and Recovery podcast sponsored by the Alumni Association of Recovery Centers of America. Today, we are at our beautiful new corporate offices in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and I'm sitting down um, with three uh, amazing alumni coordinators. We have Bob Wedby from our Lighthouse facility. He's a senior alumni coordinator. I have Vince Douglas. Uh, He's our Bracebridge Senior Alumni Coordinator. And then I have Jill Showers, who's also from our Lighthouse facility. And we just wanted to spend some time with listeners talking through the holidays. can be a tough time. Going home for Christmas brings all the emotions and the feels and the songs and the music. And uh, I know sometimes in sobriety and in recovery and just in life, the holidays can be a stressful time. And we we talk about the good stuff but we also um, can can live in our head a little bit during those times and, and memories can catch us up and um, a lot of different things. Dealing with families can, can get us stuck, dealing with um, busy schedules, getting kids where they need to be, making sure they see Santa. Vince uh, just shared a picture. He's got a one-year-old son. Today's his birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank um, you. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, showed a picture and I have a very similar one and the kid is just on Santa's lap screaming his head off <laughs> and uh, you know not everything is picture perfect right um, sometimes those are the things you remember I think that's my favorite Christmas picture is my daughter she's like at least your son stayed in the picture like my daughter you can only see half of her head and the rest of her body like because she was out of there she's jumping out she jumped out of the frame so um I want them to feel free to introduce themselves to to talk here and and just talk about their experiences of of what it's like and what are the challenges and um, how do you overcome uh, and and have successful sober holidays uh, hey so uh, my name is Bob Wedby I am the senior alumni coordinator Jay thank you so much for allowing me to go ahead and be on the podcast today it, I think this is a great topic um, you know, the holidays are um, an intense time. I think when we think about how um, all of our different feelings and emotions are um, going to be uh, on display, I guess, for lack of a better word, you know, um, with family members. And it's awesome to be around family members, um, but also there is, is some of the, uh, you know, some of um, there might have been some difficult situations where we got to work through. So for me, it what I was able to do on my first Christmas was practice grace. And, you know, I just recognizing how truly blessed I was and allow myself really kind of for the first time in my life to receive love. You know, to receive love from my family and, and, and the presence and just be present there in the moment with them. And, uh, you know, it was so beautiful to be reunited um, um, emotionally with my with my family, with my son and my daughter, you know, and um, I was really, really excited about that. And uh, yeah, you know, so there tell, are, go ahead, I'm sorry. Tell me a little bit more about, we all say we want to be more present. What are, how do you do that? What does that mean in real, real life terms? How do I go into a room? I'm thinking about a million different things. I, I've got a million different priorities. The kids need that. I forgot a gift for so-and-so. I... Uh, you know, I'm also, there may be alcohol present. I'm trying to avoid triggers. How do you stay present? 
Um, that's a great question. Uh, for me, that goes back to my daily routine of, of prayer and meditation um, and then recognizing what am I trying to um, get out of this situation. So not allow my emotional nature to take over, you know, and recognize how truly blessed I am. And just to be in that moment, of right, like, like you said, right there in that moment when I start maybe getting those squirrely feelings to recognize how blessed I am to be with my family right now. And, um, you know, what is important to me? Because I know for me, where I struggle is when I get too far out ahead of myself, mm. you know. So what's here right now? Well, here is my son, my daughter, my for me personally, and my grandchildren. You know, one of the most beautiful blessings I ever have. You know, this particular holiday, um, won't it will pass? And how am I going to see it? You know, and and that to me um, carries me through. Because I do have a mind that races 100 miles an hour, and I do want to be perfect, and I want to make sure everything's okay, you know. And I put too much sometimes too much pressure on myself, and then as a result of that, I put pressure on people around me. So can mm-hmm. I recognize that this isn't all about me? Believe it or not. That's you know? good, Vince. What yeah, are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts on the holidays as a whole was, at one point, I loved them as a kid, and then as I got into my addiction, I, I, I didn't like them. <laughs> You know, people weren't giving me money, you know. Um, and then the second part is I didn't like them because at one point I was, I missed five in a row. Missed five Christmases in a row. And then by the time I had my first one, when I first got sober, it it, it kind of made me feel very alone. Um, mm-hmm. I was away from my family. I was at a halfway house alone. And uh, I remember just struggling because I was, I felt that I was reminded, hey, you might have got sober, but you ain't out of the woods yet. Mm. You're still alone. That's powerful. It's good. And uh, I, I, I struggled with just the sadness of it personally. Um, and for myself, a thing that I did do was I found, thank goodness, for, you know, like the Alumni Association has events already planned and meetings planned, was I went to a uh, clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I hung out there all day. An AA clubhouse. AA clubhouse. Um, and I just I hung out with other people who were dealing with the same thing. And uh, Got you out of through yourself. Through that, we were able to connect. And, like, mm-hmm. we were going to have our own spirit of Christmas. And, and, and I enjoyed that. I'm so thankful for um, recovery clubhouses that stay open, meetings that are happening as well. Because otherwise I'm stuck in a bad way. Jill, what are, what are the holidays? What's been the transformation? What were they like then? What are they like now? So I come from a big, large, loud family, um, and I have anxiety uh, going into into any family function. And I I felt the same thing Vince did, right? Like I had missed so many of them. There was a lot of guilt and shame when I went back. Um, I was living in a sober house and, you know, I, I knew I had to go back for, for the, the holidays and I would share about it in meetings and I'm like, I'm terrified that I'm not going to make it back here, that like something's going to take me out when I, when I, you know, go Mm. home. And, um, this woman came up to me and she said, do the dishes. And I said, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Do the dishes. She says, it's exactly what it, it's exactly what it's, um, what it sounds like. And I said, okay, like, tell me what, tell me. She said, you're going to be in service. You're going to be doing something that is a repetitive movement so that your anxiety will, um, will decrease. 
and you're you're of service to your family and to to the people around you and you have a break to take a deep breath and center yourself and and move forward so um I did the dishes, and I still do the dishes on, on, on holidays. <laughs> You've right? now been like stuck with six that Six years task. later, I'm still doing the dishes so that I can... I, I love that. Sometimes I just need to step away, and sometimes, and that's okay. Like, I can be present with my family for, you know, that... It, it opens up the time that I can be present, because if I'm stuck in the anxiety, and I'm stuck in the remorse, and the guilt, and the shame, I'm not present for my family. So if I have to step away, I step away, and go back a little more refreshed what are things you do or did to avoid triggers and I know there's checklists do this do that have an escape plan right and I know all of those things are important well what's your top top one or two to avoid triggers that's a great question um to recognize that they're there hey acknowledge them acknowledge them and it's okay like Thinking about the fact, oh my word, this I'm triggered yeah. is not better. That's going to help you get through it, right? I, I agree. Uh, a good friend of mine in recovery uh, mentioned that you know his problem isn't thinking about drinking; his problem is thinking about not drinking, and that always stuck with me because that's mm. that's that's the disease, not in the thinking of drinking. I mean, what, what am I going to do um, besides that? And and you know that, that that's powerful to me. So like again. I can't run and hide from my disease anymore. Mm. You know, I have to respect it. You know, I have to respect it. It's, it's power and understand that. So, you know, if I'm going to go to any type of event to where I may be challenged spiritually, I'm going to, I'm going to pray and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to go to a meeting and, you know, I might go for a bike ride or I might do some of those mm. self-care things that are going to allow me to be as present as possible. And, um, you know, recognize that also that the some of these people may not be alcoholics and it's perfectly okay for them to have a glass of wine mm-hmm. you know um and slowly but surely i'm gonna be honest with you you know and i don't even see it anymore mm-hmm. occasionally i'll see it but i really don't see it as much as i used to and that's all credit to my program you know and being a, being a member of the alumni association and, and you know working at rca and all the different things that you know we do to help each other out you know vince when you were talking about um, I thought that was so powerful about a fellowship, a family created in, in, a, in a, uh, a clubhouse of people sometimes mm-hmm. didn't even know each other. Man, thank God there are places like that to go. So I, I, that was just beautiful. So I just want to share that. So. Absolutely. Um, in dealing with triggers, I, I think, yeah, they're there. Um, I think for a good bit of my time, I did try to avoid them. Um, I did try to focus only if, on... And that helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, focus on what that day was about, about family, you know, about grace, you know, about being present. And then I realized slowly, like, I'm present and I'm able to go through this. I am okay. I, I, I will be okay. And now what Christmas looks like for me today is... I'm excited. Wow, From I miss, so I cool. hate this. I was a real Scrooge. Yeah. You know, I was resentful and regretful towards myself yeah. to like, I'm buying presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's getting a present, yeah. you know? And then I tell them, don't forget the other present. It's me, mm-hmm. you know? Sober. I'm not stealing your purse. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I got to remind them I'm sober. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, so for triggers for me, it's accountability really helped with them. Um, you know, they, they as 
as Bob and Vince both said, they're, they're going to be there. The triggers are, you know, all around me. I drank when I was upset. I drank when I was happy. I drank when it was summer. I drank when it was winter. I, I drank. Like, that's what I did. Um, so they're going to be all around me all the time. And if I'm account- accountable to somebody in recovery, if I reach out to my sponsor or I reach out to a friend in recovery and I say, this is where I'm going to be when I'm, you know, and this is when I'm going to be there and, you know, I, are you going to be home tonight? If I need to call somebody, are you going to be home tonight? And if they're not, I find somebody that might be able to take my call, right? And, um, of course, the, the connection with a higher power, right? Bob mentioned it. It's, you know, I need to be on firm spiritual ground before I do anything um, that I, makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable and itchy inside. What so. if you feel... Because spirituality can be tricky and, and a, a, a walk with God can be tricky. And, mm-hmm. like... What if you're not feeling it? What if, like, you're in the moment and you're like, man, I used to be able to feel this. That was my strength. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my word, it's the holiday. I'm not feeling it. What do you do then? Okay. When I didn't feel it for a year, right? Like, I just, I had to, I had to act my way into, um, you know, the the gifts at the end right so like they told me like i don't you know if you don't believe like do it anyway right Mm. ask for help anyway someone's listening and even if they're not like so did it hurt so feelings lie Mm -hmm. just do it isn't it crazy that feelings lie what do you think breathe breathe breathe. yeah just breathe you know um yeah and feelings do lie and and they change quickly so don't let them snag you you know Mm -hmm. um and uh, to recognize that everything's going to be okay, you know, um, everything's going to be okay. Like Vince said, I mean, you're sober right now, you know, and and you know what what what, what gift that is. I love how he said that, you know, the, the gift. And you know, to humbly say, here here I am, present in this moment mm-hmm. for you, you know. And and uh, I find again when I get in trouble is when I don't practice the fundamentals. And and I can't think of a better uh, one than breathwork. You know, um, it's funny, Jill. Jill and I. Uh, she told me a long time ago um, we, when we used to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, watching the the patients when they were in a smoking section is is count the red things. Count the red things. Count the red count things. The red things. Look around the room and start counting the red things. All the little different red things. The next thing you know, all your problems are gone. And it could be blue things. It could be green things. It's distraction. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's allowing you to come back. Distract the mind. Yeah. Come back to the senses. Come come back. To, to center. If you're enjoying food, think about the taste. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. If you're sitting, having a feeling in your body, con- uh, you know, grounding yourself to the mm-hmm. floor, feel it, feeling your body in that space, in that chair, on it, with a blanket, all of those senses that we can enact mm-hmm. that can give us calm. Let's touch on a big one. Holidays. First of all, we know we got to connect with people. But I will, you know, some people are easier to connect with than others. There's always going to be those people you're not sure you want to connect with, but you feel obligated to. So how do we talk about difficult people? Um, for myself, talking about or dealing with difficult people is... Uh, and you don't, you don't have to say which ones are difficult. Oh, I won't. I won't. Um, the good thing is... We won't rat you out. The, the, you know, recovery is full of difficult people. The world is full of difficult people. And I'm a difficult person to someone else. Oh, that's so, good. So, but for the grace of God, there go I. Um, 
And for me, it's principles before personalities. So it's not just our living rooms where there are difficult people. Absolutely. It's my head. (laughs) There's a difficult person up there 90% of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, has different faces and talks in many different ways. But um, acceptance, you know, I have to accept them for who they are. As I pray, they may accept me for who I am. Um, And don't go in, this is the year I'm going to convince aunt sally that i'm gonna be sober forever and that i'm a new per like going in with those expectations or convince aunt sally that she's an alcoholic oh that's a good one i've tried i've tried she needs help right but that's not the day the time or your purpose no i i never liked it i hated it you know and that's not what got you sober no it wasn't that's someone becoming preachy with me when i'm just trying to like show up for thanksgiving or christmas right Mm -hmm. that's not the way i resent you now and what you're about becomes something i don't like Mm -hmm. so that's you're going to be the last person i'm going to reach out to when i want help because you try to force bob how do you do with difficult people in your life at the holidays forget the labels Forget the labels. Everybody's a, you know, a human being, not, not as a particular person. That really works well for my recovery. You know, um, my mom and dad are Lydia and Robert, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're human beings. They have feelings and emotions and they've had a a life um, that brought them right there as well. So who am I in this moment to, like, I love how Vince said, to judge in any way or, or be judged. You know, and, you know, if I can do that, if I can get rid of the labels, you know, um, I just find it better. The human comes out. Yeah. The human being comes out. And, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than that. So, okay, on this day, can we agree to disagree? I think one thing I've had to pray for before when dealing with difficult people is compassion. Help me just in this moment to see the world like they see the world so that I can. And that's what I go back to my program. That's what my program teaches me. You know, the, ho- the holidays are a, a little microcosm of, of, of the whole year. You know? And it's not really about us. It's something going on in their head, right? Yeah. It's something going on in their yeah. life, in their world. And they may be fussy at us, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. if we can get some compassion for for the unknown in them, we don't have to know it. I don't have to know what trauma they're living with sure. to have compassion and to say, hmm. Yeah. Something's going on there. Altruism too, right? Yeah. Be altruistic as we possibly can, you know. Sincere, positive regard. Positive. I don't have to agree with you, but I can wish you well and have positive regard. What about you? Um, I think acceptance comes in a lot. You know, I had to do a lot of work on myself to understand that, you know, I may have, you know, caused harm and, and... had issues with these people in the past and by these people I mean my family (laughs) like the people I love the most these people um but it just gives me an like every inside opportunity to grow right like if there's something coming up in me that I can probably make an amends for like that I can do you know I'll pull you aside we'll do that um but Vince is right like I can't go saving anybody like it's not that's not what we're there for I'm there to be with my family and um you know, it's if they're if they're sick and suffering in any way, that's that's on them, and I can be here for you on on another level, right? Any final thoughts? Just somebody out there listening, 
feeling a little overwhelmed by the holidays. It is okay. Mm-hmm. What's be, okay? Be, be overwhelmed. It's, it's okay to... S- yeah, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. They need to know that too because it's going to happen in <laughs> other areas of life, not just a holiday. Mm-hmm. Right? It's okay to be overwhelmed. That doesn't mean it's going to last forever. Oh, that's a good right? one. Right? Just hold on. This too shall pass. That's it. That's it. And that will build your faith in the other emotions that are going to come. Yep. Because a holiday, yes, is tricky. It makes you feel alone and many different emotions. Ugly, good, bad, sad. Someone's not here at the family table anymore. There's so many different components that can take place. I, I think one of the biggest things for me, going back to what Bob started with, is just grace. Like... For years, you put the pressure on. You gotta bake the cookies. You gotta make the stuff. The house has got to be perfect. And when I learned that Costco breaks bakes a nice piece of bread, and I can wrap that in tin foil and slap a bow on it, and I've made the best bread for the last I don't know how how many years. Everybody thinks I made it. Having that grace to say, I can pick up a box of cookies. I can show up, and I don't have to save the world on the holidays. It's just a day. It's about being together taking some of those surface level pressures off Mm -hmm. can really help Mm -hmm. yeah no that's powerful um you're not alone and you're worthy of love that's what i would say Mm, you're not alone you know um we've all every human i love it i love it i love this conversation because every human being has felt the emotion that you may be feeling right now we understand that that doesn't diminish it in any way shape or form just to understand that you know we're all in this together and the ability to reach out again the grace the ability to reach out reach your hand out you know and then someone grasping it is one of the most beautiful things that one human could do for another and we get to do that all the time so yeah jill you have the final word and be reach out right mm, like that's good to you know if it's it me, Bob, Vince, an alumni association team member, a, a person in AA and NA, someone that you feel comfortable, like don't sit in those feelings because they'll stay, right? Like get them out, talk about them. Let's find a solution so that we don't have to sit in that anymore um, because you deserve so much better. You deserve to be happy and and there's someone there that can that can definitely help and you don't know who you're helping right like you don't know who you're helping you don't know that your call isn't going to save me from doing the dishes right Mm -hmm. like I get to do that all the time and I I can't tell you how many times that somebody will call me and it gets me out of my own head so reach out well thank you listeners thank you team this has been awesome I've loved this conversation thanks for joining us today listeners if you know someone who needs help today through the holidays, any day, or just need need to talk to somebody, reach out, call 1-833-RCA-ALUM, call 1-800-RECOVERY. There are people standing by willing to help, willing to connect you with this wonderful alumni team. Um, and we are wishing you a very Merry Christmas and very happy holidays. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for joining us today for the Strength and Recovery Podcast. Real people, real experiences, real hope. This podcast is presented by the Alumni Association of Recovery Centers of America. 
If you're interested in learning more, visit rcaalumni.com. Here, you can fill out our web form to make sure you're receiving our daily recovery emails and are notified of special events. The Alumni Association of RCA exists to connect individuals to an active recovery community. It is our goal to work with alumni to help them succeed, belong, and ultimately serve others. We help our alumni succeed by hosting more than 120 recovery support meetings per month with both virtual and in-person offerings of big book studies, speaker meetings, beginners meetings, Monday through Friday daily inspiration meetings, meetings for men and women, and faith-based meetings. Second, we create a welcoming community that provides a sense of belonging with a full calendar of events each month. Speaker series, barbecues, holiday celebrations, bowling, sporting events, theater shows, and much more. Thirdly, we provide an opportunity for our alumni to serve both the recovery community and in our local neighborhoods. We offer speaker commitments, chair commitments, mentoring opportunities in our facilities, volunteering at food banks, recovery, and overdose awareness events. We look forward to having you with us again soon. Recovery Centers of America provides inpatient and outpatient treatment and has locations in Massachusetts, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Indiana, and Illinois. Recovery Centers of America, or RCA, was founded to break down barriers to expert treatment. We answer the phone and admit patients 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, are in network with major insurance providers, and provide evidence-based treatment in our world-class facilities. If you or someone you know needs help, call 1-800-RECOVERY and know we are here for you.